What is up, everybody? I'm Jeff. This is the Buckeye Remix, and it's another victory week. Uh, what a, another another devastating victory week. Uh, it's been a weird season. Uh, Ohio State is now you know six and zero, and especially the last five games, it's just been a tear. So it's it's been a lot of little little easier to do this show than some years, even though we rarely ever lose. But uh, this team's cruising right now. Haven't played the best schedule. That's beside the point. But um, you know, it's been fun. So we're gonna kind of talk about the uh the latest dismantling of the Michigan State Spartans. Uh high state wins 49 to 20. Yeah, we'll just kind of go through the quick overview. Like I said, again, if you're listening and watching the show, hey, thanks. We appreciate it. Like, listen, review, you know, click on the YouTube, anything you can do for me and off the ball network. We appreciate it. But most importantly, you know the deal. It was basically another half, yeah, maybe all not even quite three quarters of football. You know, the uh, off, uh, high state offense puts up 614 yards, staggering amount, and defense only gives up 202, which is the, the biggest thing coming into the season. We've said it. I mean, we're tired of saying it. It was it, the questions were about the defense. It's another it's another game where the defense answered answered the question. Um, Knowles is apparently, you know, it, it definitely putting his mark on the team, and you know, as of now, it appears to be. Definitely worth the hire. So uh, uh, CJ Stroud goes off again, three sixty one, six touchdowns. Even even gave one to the, even gave one to Michigan State. You know, just for good riddance. Um, I don't look much into that play. Maybe we'll talk about it here in a minute and offense. But it was what it was. Miscommunication, things go bad. Luckily, they have the team that can overcome that with in the without even blinking an eye. So that, that was awesome. So you know, um, you know. So it, the the most important thing is. Got the victory. Got out of there. This team is is so good. It's it's in position. It does not matter who they play, when they play them. It just matters. Just keep piling up victories, and you know try try to try to get your way from the bigger goal of making the playoffs and even the national championship game. But to beat Sparty like this on the way still feels good. So uh, we'll get into some knee jerks here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. We had a great show last week with Mo. And we, you know, we went over some of the bigger picture stuff. This week is just one of my classic recaps of the game. Uh, some of the knee jerks. The f- number one. We're, we'll, we'll just, we're gonna start with the negatives. I know I'm a negative fan. I'm always looking at the downside. I'm always looking for skies falling. And we discussed that a lot on Twitter this weekend because there's there's negativity anytime things aren't perfect. And I'm like, there's two things that factor into that. A, this is what it's like in a year when we don't beat Michigan the year before. It's like I don't care how good the team looks, I don't care how they're, you know, how good they're playing. It's been all it'll be three years since we, you know, beat Michigan at the at the time that game kicks off this year. So I'm gonna sit here and tell you right now that it just it gives you a bad taste in your mouth. Nothing's gonna be good enough the next year until, you know, the last game of the season when we when we, you know, erase that feeling. But uh, that that's part of the truth of it. It ju- it just is. That's how we feel. We don't want to. We don't want to let our foot off the gas pedal. We don't want to. We don't want to let up focus one bit. I know fans aren't out there playing. This is how we feel. I'm just explaining to you where I come from. Um, you know, but but the biggest. So again, talk about the negative first. Um, the cornerback situation is real. Everybody saw it. Everybody watched it. And I know they only gave up 202 yards. They they regrouped. Um, it just, it still looks a little, it still looks a little clunky out there. And I keep saying that we're, that 
Ohio State is fine unless they play a really good quarterback. And and I know that I'm not just joking when I say that because it is possible to you can play the whole season and not play one of these elite quarterbacks. Like it, it can happen. Maybe they they won't have a a Bryce Young or you know any of the, or a, or a Hooker or any of these guys. Maybe maybe they don't ever have to deal with that. And maybe and, and that's fine. That's that's a great problem to have. But I do, I worry about the depth at corner and I worry about uh, some of the techniques and stuff. And I still believe that. A, a true great passer. Like if, if we played against CJ Stroud, I think he could get us a corner. Um, it's hard to prove that because our schedule just been so weak and the quarter, the quarterback play just hasn't been that great. So, um, you know, we're not going to learn it against Iowa. I'm not sitting here telling you that we're going to automatically beat Iowa in two weeks. I'm just simply saying, we're not going to find out, you know, about the secondary against Iowa. Uh, and, and, and again, it, it may not come up this year. It's just a knee jerk that it, it I'm, that's one of my, Nitpicks. I'm a little concerned about, you know, the the edge of the defense. So we'll see. Um, uh, another one, uh, Stroud. You know, I beat this into the ground. I'm not sitting here telling you that he's not a, a a tough kid or whatever. I still have a concern that the physicalness. It almost looks now that he's he's got this machine running so well that he's just kind of checked out of like there's no reason for me to get hit. And I. I know that's a theory, and I see these quarterbacks get hurt all over the country for these good teams like Kansas, and I get it. I totally get the side of like, you know what? Why do I want Stroud to get hit when he doesn't need to? And all you know, it can only lead to, to bad things. So I have relaxed on that a little. I still just am a little nervous just because I've seen so many, you know, of the say let's say some of the Big 12 teams and stuff over the years, or some of these air raid offenses to where the quarterback just sat there and ran the system and ran it well and picked everybody apart. But then when they played a team like Ohio State or a really physical team, quarterback got banged up a little, got a little rattled. It still scares me, so I'm just putting it out there. I don't want to back off of that, even though he had a really great we'll, – we'll talk about some of the upsides when we get to the offensive grades, but it's still I'm still a little nervous about how physical he wants to be in the pocket. And maybe it's just Day saying, we don't care what Jeff says. We're going to do it this way. Everything's fine. CJ will take off if he needs to. I really hope that's the truth. And it very well could be. Um, another one, I don't think I don't think we can uh, get where this team can get where it wants to be with, with just one of these running backs. I really think we need we need both Williams and Henderson healthy. I don't I don't feel that either one of them are as dynamic as, you know some maybe even like maybe even a Dobbins was in the past. I don't think either one of them's quite at that level just to carry a team, you know, for weeks, especially when we get to these, you know, the last four or five games here that are going to get much tougher on defense stuff. Um, I just, I, I see Henderson out there. He ran much tougher. Uh, I shouldn't say he ran much tougher. Like he hasn't been running tough, but he really ran physical and punished, you know, some guys the other day and, and ran hard, got dinged up a little, but I think he's going to be all right. But that's part of being a running back. You know, and uh, and we know what Williams can do. We saw the week before. You know how th- I I really think I need both of them together to to really keep this offense humming like it needs to be. I don't think just one of them is gonna is gonna carry us where we need to go. Uh, so, but n- not a concern, just just reality. Uh, another one uh, is is Marvin Harrison Jr. actually the best offensive player on the team. That, that guy is amazing. Um, it's it's crazy when one when these recruits come in and they're so highly touted they got these high grades and everything and then they're better than that like you know somebody said on my feed why should why should this kid have to play another year of college football i'm glad he does but he sure doesn't have to he is nfl ready i he honestly is marvin harrison jr if he comes out tomorrow might be the number one 
uh, wide receiver pick to the NFL draft. He is spectacular. He is just a prototype great receiver. Made one of the you know greatest touchdown catches I've seen with that kind of I don't know the the jump in the air gymnastic within like casual touchdown uh, towards it was just just amazing another great game from him you know it's just it's 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 fun to see uh, all the receivers are pl- are playing great I just think Harrison I'm just saying specifically as a talent level seems like he's just just a step above everybody um, and then another one as far as like you know we're we're watching these games. And this is their guy got two combined knee jerks here. And Ryan Day, the second half of these games are their blowouts, which is fantastic. The uh, you know, the the second, third string are getting in, but then he's not he's not playing the game. And I again these are nitpicks, these are what podcasters do. That's why I'm not the coach of the high state buckeyes. I think it's a mistake because we don't know when we need that player to be able to run the full you know, scheme of the offense when it matters. Um, you know, the running backs of, you know, like Dallin Hayden's got a pretty good run, but like McCord really handcuffed, not allowed to do a lot. Um, I've seen guys like Hacks, Haskins, you know, over the years, you know, against Michigan, you know, we've seen Cardell Jones, the most famous of it all step in. I don't know if anybody like we forget about how great Kenny Guyton was when Braxton Miller went down. We see these guys have to step in and be able to, to, pick up right where the you know the the guy before him left off the guy before him is always great and i'm just saying that like go go ahead and let the guy go i I don't if you accidentally score 70 you do um that's not that's not your problem to fix um nobody will take it easy on you whenever they get the chance so i just that's something i think is a little bit of a mistake i think they got to let let the next let the next guys run uh really let them get some some real playing time some good some good snaps but again i'm not the coach of the high state but guys ryan day is he's doing a fantastic job so we you, you're not better off if i'm doing it so that's <laughs> fine and then to sum up with that no i don't feel bad for doing this to to michigan state two years in a row They've ruined three of the, you know, what could have been the greatest seasons Buckeyes have ever had. Maybe four. I think it's four that they've they've you know stolen from me a chance to win a national title. So anytime that that, that uh, we can uh, beat Sparty like this, I'm fine with it. I just want everybody. I'm totally fine with it. So anytime this happens, I'm completely fine with it. So uh, that's it. That's that's really all my knee jerks. It's a, another blowout victory. Team looked great. Everything's nitpicking. I mean, everything is nitpicking when we get to this point of how good how good this team's playing. So uh, we'll do some we'll do some grades here. Uh, pretty good week. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a tough grader. I'm tough on the <laughs> I'm you know tough with the report card, but I feel good about this week. Offense A minus, and I know you're gonna say what. 40, you know, 49 points. Stroud had a fantastic game. 614 yards. Shout out to 614. That was pretty cool. But we did give the other team a touchdown. And only, I know, again, only five for 11 on third down, some things like that. Uh, thought it could be cleaned up a little. So an A minus, that's not, that's not bad. Um, you know, I can't give them an A because if this team, an A plus with this team's, I mean, I'm not even kidding. It's got to be 75 points. So I, I gave him an A minus. Uh, it's hard to grade them when they're not playing this, the last, I don't know what, 25 minutes of the game. Uh, it's a little tough, but I try to kind of put that in a, you know, even even with that, even with calling off the dogs, <laughs> they play this great. But give an A minus overall, really good game. The offensive line was fantastic. They, as a unit, are just that's been my favorite part of the season so far. Out, I mean, as much as we love what the defense has done, the offensive line has been the best. 
shout out uh jay stevens is going to have me on the show locked on buckeyes again uh, everybody go check that out subscribe to that we're going to be on there and we're going to be grading the offense and defense out and i'm going the offensive line is going to do very well in my book let me tell you that they played they played really really great they're they're moving as a team they're they're creating these I, and, and I, the, the gaps are creating they're letting the running back have vision and see and get to the next level and oh and and not think as much about the defensive line i think them honestly the offensive line's been good the last couple of years but i thought th- always felt that the running backs have to think a little more about the line of scrimmage and getting through that and getting stumbled up with, but uh, this year it's not like that. These guys are hitting the hole. The hole's there. Uh, They're protecting Stroud. It's one he, you know, he, he doesn't even, he doesn't even get his uniform, uh, you know, dirty back there. It's pretty cool. So they, they did a great job again the other day. So that was awesome. Uh, I thought Stroud just as far as like, as far as his play, what I really picked out really reading the coverage. Wells, uh, you know, he's, this season and you know Saturday was another one. He when he sees the mistake in the other team's coverage, he's exposing it. Uh, which are for high state with these this receiving cores typically a touchdown, and so I, I that that's huge in college football. Not every player can do that. Not every system set up to do that. So he's obviously put in the training. He's obviously put in the 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 film time and the book time and all that stuff. So as hard as I am on CJ, I do respect the craft and he is it, it's amazing like he's totally manipulating defenses right now which again every college quarterback can't do that regardless of how good they are he did a great job with that again the other day uh thought some of the short yardage plays looked better i was hard on them a couple weeks ago in the red zone they you know were a bit clunky and had to kind of lean on mine some of the stuff that they're doing with um uh, you know the tight ends and and packages and you know and in flooding zones and and things like that and and getting getting these short yardage plays and having options and making people think that you look at the last touchdown um, Stroud through to G Scott was a perfect example of like, looks like a dead play. It looks like one of those where Stroud's going to maybe throw it out of bounds or just jog out of bounds. It's a touchdown, like things like that. It's, I thought they did some pretty creative stuff and they're in a short yardage running game and passing game. So that was something that stood out. I want to look at more film on that. Haven't had a lot of time, but just overall, like when I'm watching them, like, cause you're going to need that. You are absolutely going to need those, you know, We'll say it's first and goal from the nine situations like that. You are there. You're going to have some huge ones coming up in the future, and you got to have those plays in place to you know, or whether a two point conversion or something like that. You know, you're going to need it. I love to see him run those uh, successful. It was uh, pretty cool. So overall, offense great for you. A minus this week. Defense. I gave defense an A. And the reason they didn't get an A plus is because you got to leave some room. They gave up 202 yards. One of the touch. You know, the, you know, it's 20 points, but you know. They did. They gave up really one touchdown, basically. You know, they got another interception, a big interception that changed any momentum that uh, Sparty was trying to get early, which was awesome. So shout out to Ransom for that. He played a really good game. He was kind of all over the field. He was. I like seeing these safeties get to where the ball is and get to get to the spot because that's the defense working, and that's what I really like to see. Uh, again, very good tackling, which is something honestly. Not to pick on the guys because some of these guys were there. Last couple of years have been atrocious and plays that used to be a slip tackle and get another 15 are sure tackles now. They're getting off the field. You know, they held uh, Michigan State to three for 11 on third downs. They never even, you know, they never even tried for a fourth down. They really just, just stifled them, you know, as far as, I mean, yards, the yards per play, you know, was low. It's just uh, overall very, very good game. And, uh, you know, the note that I see, like, that I wrote to myself of what they're doing, there's not much of a stat for it. Like, 
we, we talked about all year. This is just a different type of defense. We don't have Chase Young coming off the edge and and you know sparing people in the back and causing all this havoc. That was awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that guy can't be there, but the way that they're just they're collapsing the pocket and there's just no space there. Uh, like uh, I think last year was probably the worst as far as you might get pressure, but if if only one guy got pressure and the guy beside him didn't, there was a gap, and so it was actually you know, kind of counterproductive. This is like, they just, you know, they, they get the push that there's just, there's, they basically create a, a human wall there. There's nowhere to escape to. So the tackles for losses are up or the, or the, the running back just has nowhere to go. Really, really, really slows down the big plays. Just, yeah, again, there are next gen stats out there for this kind of stuff, but just in general, like, yeah, it doesn't show up as a sack or anything, but man, when you watch it, you're just like, wow. And, and it, that bothers quarterbacks so much to have all that action in front of them and that entire wall coming at them, you know, from every direction. And that's that's Knowles, you know, that's in a nutshell, and it's working great. And it just is it, really couldn't, no quarterback has been comfortable back there yet, and it showed. So that was awesome, you know. In general, again, tackling good, defensive line played pretty good. Uh, shout out to Hall. I, I, I forget. I think it was seven snaps and two and a half sacks. I believe, if I recall, amazing game. Uh, really, really a, a presence in the middle. But overall, good job by the defensive line and the rest of the defense. Uh, next, coaching. I gave him an A. This team was ready. Uh, first road game, all the hype. You know, no ch- no chance for Michigan State to win. Blah 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 blah. Kind of a boring start time. Nothing major going on. Uh, just. It could have been just business like, and you know, they, last week there, I thought they were a little clunky against Rutgers. No, they came out ready to play. I mean, if Stroud doesn't throw that, you know, pick six, th- this game is what well out of hand in the first quarter. Um, so that's all I care. Teams ready to play, and then especially when you don't have a player, like you don't have Mayan Williams. All right, we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? We'll we'll keep, you know, we'll keep running like like we need to. So when guys are down or guys are out and, and things like that, uh, day, the, the next guy's ready, which coaching, 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 the defense is getting faster and more reactive and more, um, uh, res- you know, what I say, uh, responsive. It's, it's, be- it's becoming second nature to them, muscle memory. So that's a great job by Knowles. Uh, th- I thought it was called well on both sides. Day could have called whatever he wanted that day. But so, um, you know, it is what it is. So I gave him an A because we'll save the A-plus for a perfect game. But uh, fantastic job, I thought, all around by the team this week. Um, resounding victory over uh, – <laughs> so I'll say a couple things. If I'm a – well, we'll get we'll get that final thoughts. Anyway, that, that's the team grades. I know I'm all over the place. You guys know how – know it is how an exciting, exciting victory week. Um, let's kind of go to final thoughts here. I got a few of them. Um, a, did uh, Tucker sign the best contract in football? <laughs> Outside of Matt Roll, who just is making, uh, I think, a million dollars a month for their next four years. Uh, this team's uh, Michigan State's not that good. If I'm, it's just a Michigan State podcast. I don't know what I don't know what good you found in this game. Uh, they had, I mean, they had a, there's a few athletes out there like they always do. I mean, good players that could play for most teams in the country, but just really a bad looking team compared to how good they were last year. Um, yeah, very concerned. I think that that was their fourth blowout loss in a row. So as I was going to say is a uh, good job for Tucker uh, getting his money uh, when he could, I think he's a good coach. I just don't think this is a good team. Um, I already talked about, you know, Michigan state deserves it anytime it happens. And what I did, here's a final thought. And I don't know if this is true. 
Um, it appears this Ohio State team is all in for the late season run. Um, they're not risking anything through the season. They're kind of managing some guys. They're being very careful with injuries. They are all in the late season run. That's that's odd to see in college football because it's so risky because every, you know, you, every win and every loss is so magnified. Uh, but they appear to be it. <laughs> this team appears to be like we are we are we are saving some ammo for you know the last you know what four games of the season or whatever. So it's going to be in, it's going to be very interesting the all or nothing uh, mentality how this how it works out. But um, it's just it's obvious now that that's what's going on. Um, another one, probably the biggest thing of the week, and I, I, I'm I, seriously, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to um, chastise anybody or tell you you're wrong or whatever. But it's this obsession that we as high state fans have with the AP or the coaches pull rankings, most of the AP rankings about you know just where Alabama's at, where Georgia's at, where high state's at. It, it's to me, like it's an irrelevant poll. The AP doesn't matter anymore, and I'm not saying they you want to drop the 25 or whatever. So I have saw some really smart stuff about people explaining why like it does matter as far as recruiting and all that. I don't know how much it does. The obsession with it's a little weird. I mean, maybe we just need to relax a little. Enjoy how good this team is. We have played a. Oh, it just the fact of the matter is they're waiting for Ohio State to play Penn State. That's that's what the voters are waiting on. Um, Cut and dried. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's what's going on. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get caught up in the constant debate of it and the constant, you know, uproar because I know that that they're that's the game they're playing. And then when I'm telling you right now, if the college football rankings, the playoff rankings came out, the official ones, High State would be number one. I don't even doubt that for a second. So we'll see what happens. It's a kind of reminds me of 2019 in this situation. So I want to get that off my chest of like. Um, let's just just take a week and enjoy whatever rank we are. We there's absolutely nothing that can keep Ohio State out um, of the playoffs if they just went out. I, I don't worry about the rankings. I don't care where they're at. So and that, that's just me. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying I kind of don't get it. And maybe maybe just uh, maybe let's we'll take it back a notch. That's all. So um, I think that's it. Uh, chilling the rankings. Team's great. Uh, so I have. A few minor questions about everything, but overall pretty good. Uh, on the bye week, if anybody wants to check it out, I've tried to do a show of kind of like a bigger question answer show um, about the rest of the season and and you know things that we saw. So I'm mean, some concerns and and some discussions, and you kind of have a week to sit and marinate, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about after this week. Got a great lineup of college football coming this week, and uh, by the way, my rankings will be out too, so look for them. And uh, so next week will be kind of just like a a you know question answer segment you know just to get a feel for where we're at going going forward the rest of the season so uh that's it uh great victory great victory by high state uh we appreciate it as always i want to enjoy the bye week there's some great football games on you know i suppose the biggest impact on Ohio state is uh michigan penn state uh, a lot of eyeballs on that i suppose there's big 10 fans out there i don't happen to be one but I'm sure that there's a lot of those and uh, some uh, Tennessee, Alabama also. So huge impact games around the country and we can sit and watch and, and take, you know, a few minutes off from stress, stressing about our team and just, just enjoy where we're at and enjoy, you know, what we have going forward. So that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember Jeff needs sports anywhere. You get your podcast, check out off the ball network for everything else we're doing over there and uh, we're out. Go Bucks. <laughs>